Hi, my name is Dawn Smith-Theodore. I'm a marriage and family therapist who specializes in the treatment of eating disorders. I'm a former professional dancer, also a former dance studio owner in Los Angeles. I am recovered from anorexia, and I'm also the author of a book called Too Too Thin, A Guide to Dancing Without an Eating Disorder. The Too Too Thin podcast will explore the complex relationship between dancers, athletes, their body image, and the prevention of eating disorders. As always, you can reach me through my website at dawntheodore.com. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Thank you for listening to the Too Too Thin podcast. My name is Dawn Smith-Theodore, and today we'll be talking about how to support a dancer or an athlete from a parent's perspective or someone who is their friend or loved one. Parents play a crucial role in the development of a dancer or an athlete. As a parent, not only are you the one that's driving your dancer or athlete to and from the dance studio or whatever athletic activity they're involved in, also to conventions, auditions, competitions, and games, but also working to ensure that you have a healthy and happy child as they pursue their dream of either being a dancer or an athlete. You may not be familiar with the world that they're involved in, but it is your job to educate yourself. One of the things that is important is that you understand the development of an eating disorder and that eating disorders do not have to be a part of a dancer or athlete's life, but education is the first step to prevention. Being a dancer or an athlete is an identity. And it's important that we have friends and family who understand the lifestyle of a dancer or an athlete. The career of a dancer is filled with auditions and rejections, but hopefully the dancer, whether professional or a student, learns something from each experience. Helping a dancer to understand the audition process or for an athlete to understand the process of trying out can help them accept if they are not selected for a particular program and they have to be able to learn how to take the correction and apply it to the next experience, whether it's an audition or a tryout. Learn from this and allow it to be a positive experience without affecting the person's self-esteem is really crucial. So as someone who's supporting them, helping them to be able to understand this is such an important part of the process. If your dancer or athlete is selected, congratulate them and let them know how proud you are. If they are not selected, go ahead and let them know how proud you are and that there will be other auditions or tryouts. Difficult as it may be, the dancer or the athlete needs to understand that they will find the right program that is right for them. So to not give up if they don't get the first thing or something that they are really looking for. And being able to support them through that process is such an important part of your role as a loved one, parent, 
or supporter of your dancer or athlete. A dancer can spend more time with their dance teacher, choreographer, or an athlete with their coach, especially if they're pursuing a professional career. As a parent, you need to be sure that you are there for guidance and assistance. Take an active role by actually talking about good nutrition. A dancer or athlete's body is important because it is the instrument that allows them to tell a story or play a sport. That's why it's so crucial the dancer or athlete understands essential nutrition and recognizes that food is the fuel for their body in order to be able to dance or perform their athletic ability. A young dancer who understands the need for food to nourish their body or who has a healthy self-esteem is less likely to be impacted by negative comments from others. Here's some information to keep in mind. Be sure that the dancer or athlete is not eating only low-calorie foods. Also, be sure that they always have nutritious snacks with them in their dance bag or athletic bag in case they're hungry in between practice or classes. If you're unsure about what a nutritious snack is, please seek advice from a registered dietitian, especially one who's familiar with dancers or athletes. It's important to not criticize your body in front of your dancer or athlete. Be a positive role model for your dancer or athlete by accepting your body and eating regular meals. Consider taking scales out of your house so that the dancer or athlete is not weighing themselves on an everyday basis. And remind your dancer or athlete that food is fuel, not a reward. So they need to be sure that they are fueling their body the best that they possibly can. Stress can be a contributing factor in the development of an eating disorder. Often someone who develops an eating disorder is always concerned about pleasing others, many times at the expense of themselves. So the dancer may be fearful of disappointing a teacher or their parents or the other dancers in their class. And an athlete may be concerned about disappointing their coach or their team members. Openly communicate your desire to help your dancer or athlete and respond positively when they open up to you. The balance of commitment to dance or an athletic sport, along with making sure the stress is reduced, is a fine line in the dancer's life. Once again, open dialogue and communication is so important in this process. As a parent or loved one, you can ask your dancer or athlete, how can I be supportive? You may be surprised with how open and honest they can be. Simply asking helps them to understand that their health is valuable and that you come to support them in their dance or athletic sport. The most important thing is to listen to your dancer or athlete, see what their concerns are and why they're having a hard time and having stress in their life. Be empathetic because they want to be heard. If there's a specific concern such as school, 
Try to reduce the number of dance classes or practices that the dancer or athlete has to allow them to have time to complete assignments. For a young dancer or athlete, perhaps they've started puberty and feel uncomfortable in their dance clothes or athletic wear. Pay attention to how they relate to their body and the clothing that they wear. As much time is spent looking in the mirror and watching their body move. When a young dancer's body begins to mature and develop, it can be devastating. It could be the reason behind the desire to possibly quit dance. And if your child is struggling with body image, take the time to explain the natural evolution of our bodies. And that is normal for the body to change. The more you can normalize this process for the child, hopefully the less they'll be focused on the process. Remember, they are looking to you to be their role model and their guide to help them through difficult times. Some guidelines that I have for parents and loved ones are do not make comments about food or body. Do not talk about good and bad foods. Do not allow the student to participate in dance or their athletic sport. If there is a definite concern that he or she may have an eating disorder and that their health is at risk. Do not buy into the belief that thinness equals better performance. Some do worse with lower fat. Do be aware that the dancer or athlete's desire to please the teacher and or parents as well as the desire to perform. Do not allow the dancer or athlete to participate in the activity if they are injured. If you have concerns, seek help from a professional, hopefully a professional who works with dancers or athletes. Be familiar with warning signs of eating disorders. Be curious and empathetic. Use phrases such as, I'm concerned, or I've noticed, or I'm worried. These will help not put the person on the defense and also allow them to know that you have noticed and that you are aware and that you want to help. As I said earlier, being a dancer or an athlete is an identity, but so is having an eating disorder. It can also be an identity of being the thin person or the person with the eating disorder. It's a way to get attention. If you're not being recognized in dance or your athletic activity. The eating disorder can also be a form of self-sabotage. So there may be a fear that I'm not good enough to make it as a dancer or an athlete. So therefore, if I have an eating disorder, then it's a reason why I didn't make it. That's not really a conscious thought. We want to help dancers and athletes reconnect with their value system. What do they value in their life? Sometimes just doing fun, relaxing activities together can do two things. One is to alleviate whatever the person's experiencing and show you're there but not smothering. Overall, supporting someone with an eating disorder requires patience, education, understanding, compassion, and gentleness. But be firm. And don't wait until the situation is so severe that your dancer or athlete's life is in danger. Be curious 
and also be empathetic, as I have said, when asking questions. Show up for your dancer or athlete. Tell them the truth. Pay attention to their expression or the, or their conversation, but don't be attached to the results. Recognize that you can talk to them, but there's sometimes not anything that we can do except support them in the best way that we know how. Just a reminder in closing that eating disorders may develop for a multitude of reasons. That does not mean your dancer or athlete will develop an eating disorder. But if they do, you can be a big help by educating yourself, your dancer, your athlete, and their teacher or coach. Helping means taking steps to help your child recover and be the best dancer or athlete that they can be. Thank you again for listening to the Tutu Thin podcast. You're welcome to reach out to me through my website at www.dontheodore.com or at tututhin.com. Thank you again and have a wonderful day.